Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities, the Archdiocese of Denver. Remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com. Today is the second part of a two-part interview with Reggie Littlejohn about the human rights abuses in China and also its attempts, really, to infiltrate the world and become the world's superpower. I asked her about some examples of the dangers of China including a recent address by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo at his lecture at Georgia Tech. They were able to track $1.2 billion that have funneled into colleges in the United States that we educate 400,000 Chinese students. Now, not all of them are spies or whatever, but a fair amount of them are, are trying to garner as much information as they can to bring back to China. So to think that everything is just peachy keen and, you know, they just want to be a nice trade partner, you know, what's going on in the world, whether it's the spy situation with Congressman Swalwell that just arose, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, they are really out to steal from our companies all any kind of information or technology. They are out for blood, and we just seem to be, you know, fat, dumb, and happy letting them do it. And that's how they view us. Part of this unrestricted warfare is obviously to lie and, and, and to deceive. Uh, they've got a whole propaganda department that just puts out messages that they want the world to believe they're completely divorced from the truth. And uh, the rest of the world is, is just asleep to this. So in terms of um, the infiltration into higher education, um, it comes in a, in a couple of forms. Okay, One is these, these so-called Confucius Institutes where the Chinese government on its own nickel will provide, you know, Mandarin uh, instruction and instruction in Chinese history. And, you know, we'll, we'll pay for this. We'll give this to your university. We'll give this to your high school. And everybody goes, sure, great. Why shouldn't we have, you know, a nice free Mandarin program? And it's because they are using it to um, advance their propaganda for China and against the United States. And so now many of these, these uh, schools are closing their Confucius Institutes, and God bless them for doing that. But another thing that they do is they fund um, the China departments in different universities, and also they fund think tanks. And so that is a way of controlling the message that gets out of, our, of, of some of our think tanks and out of our universities where the, the China department uh, Chinese Studies Department is not, really not free to criticize the Chinese government because they're funded by it. And so that's part of, just part of, the way that the truth about China is not getting out through American academia. Well, it's funny, in that talk he gave at Georgia Tech, and it was just a few days ago, I think you can find it on YouTube if people Google uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompei, Georgia Tech, uh, he mentioned he tried to give this talk, and I, and I can't remember for the life of me what college it was up in the Northeast. And they said, yeah, no, you can't come here. This, is, this, is, this isn't right. It'll cause too many problems, so which, which to your point and to his point, look, people are in the bag for, for the Chinese government, this atheistic government that is looking out for itself. They view people as widgets. There is no dignity to the human person. And higher education is, you know, buying it hook, line, and sinker. Right. And, 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 and also in the media, there are major media yeah. organs in the United States where the Chinese government will give them a lot of money, I don't know how many millions, to, to put an insert into their, you know, for example, the Sunday paper or something. And the printing in the insert looks like it's just part of the paper. It's part of that, 
that paper. So it's got that paper's insignia on it, and it, and it looks like it's... But actually, it's written by the Chinese Communist Party, and it's advancing Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party's um, ideology and its narrative. And people don't even know that they're, that they're reading Chinese Communist Party propaganda. But that's what it is. They think that they're reading, you know, their trusted newspaper. And, they're, and they're, so that the media are sold out to them as well. Well, and in the, you know, in the last four years, we've heard about look out for Russia, look out for Russia, look out for Russia. And, you know, and, and, and all you have to do is look. You know, they're not even in the top 10 of economies that we should even be that focused on. And China goes along without any, well, very little uh, people going against them. And, you know, it's all, hey, look at Russia, why China is doing some crazy, thi- you know, crazy and that and being kind, some ridiculous things, especially when it comes to human rights and what they're doing and and we have, you know, unfortunately, the Vatican is doing, you know, is, has renewed the deal that they did with China. I'm not sure, you know, who's advising who over there, but they sure seem to be out of step. You know, even Mike Pompeo says, look, you cannot trust anything that the Chinese government tells you. Well, you know, the whole China-Vatican deal to me is, is a debacle. Um, and I, I, I can't even tell you how disappointed I was to read that it was being renewed and that the um, Vatican, the Holy See, issued a statement saying that it's the initial application of the agreement is, has been positive and that the accord is of great ecclesial and pastoral value. I, I don't know what world they're looking at when they say that, because according to you know, reports that I have, like, for example the report on international religious freedom that's put out by our State Department, the Congressional Executive Commission on China report, um, religious freedom section, human rights in China have deteriorated, and specifically the the rights of Catholics in China have deteriorated since that agreement. So so, um, it it seems to be a very, very terrible thing for the Catholics in China. Yeah, I mean the underground church is is being assaulted, right? Marian shrines are being ripped down. I mean, people are being arrested, and Cardinal Zen out of Hong Kong has tried to bring this up to no avail. I mean, it's it, it is mind boggling how you sell out the underground church, the faithful, and the other thing is this deal isn't even published. Like, you can't even read right. the details of the deal. That's right. And, and that's something that I think really needs to be addressed. I absolutely call on the, I mean, I call on the Vatican and the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese Communist Party is not going to listen to me. Since I am Catholic, I would hope that the Vatican would hear that this deal needs to be made public. Now, the, the, the Vatican is a nation state. China clearly is a nation. It's, it, even under international law, Agreements or treaties between nations are supposed to be made public, and because this deal is not public, the Chinese government has been using it to bludgeon Catholics in China, basically trying to force underground um, pastors and churches to become part of the patriotic church, uh, and, and, and even you know, shutting down churches, tearing down crosses, tearing down Marian shrines and saying, "Oh, your own pope told us to do this," and they can't. The, the Catholics can't in, can't in China can't defend themselves because they don't know what the, the, what the agreement says. All they know is that the, that whoever is tearing down their shrine is saying that this was in accord with what Pope Francis said. So it needs to be made public. 
Yeah, and look, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, and anybody who knows me would vouch for that, probably be laughing like you're not even close. But the bottom line is when you let an atheistic government, as you mentioned, steal a stipend from a widow because of a picture from Jesus— Say, okay, here are the three people you can choose, whatever one you want for a bishop. I, I can't, it's almost hard to even talk about. Well, this is the thing. Okay, so no one knows what the deal says. Uh, sources who are familiar with the deal say that it has to do with, um, with, with the choosing of bishops. And like you said, this is what this is how I understand it works. That the Chinese government can propose three bishops, and the Vatican um, gets get to choose one, or they have veto power or something. But I mean, if if, if you if you choose if you put up three names, all of whom are terrible, then that that really doesn't give the Vatican any kind of a real choice to, to appoint somebody who's faithful. And and this is the thing that people need to understand: the reason that. China has an underground Catholic Church, underground Protestant Church, is that if you want to be part of the official church, then um, then the head of the church is the Re- Religious Affairs Bureau of China, it, you know, and it, who's headed by an atheist. So if you believe that Jesus Christ is the head of the church, um, you don't want to be part of a church whose head is the Re- Religious Affairs Bureau. So and, and people, the underground church of Protestants and Catholics has, has been heavily persecuted because of their refusal to join what they consider to be a false church. Well, can you imagine, Reggie, that um, they, the communist government comes to you and says, hey, we want to work with women's rights without frontiers. And you know what? We will, we will provide you with three people to run your organ, underground organization <laughs> here in China. And you know what? It's because we think you're doing such great work that we're going to give you this great opportunity. I mean, <laughs> that that's basically what's happening. Right. And so then what happens is, what, what, what would happen in that case? Let's say I, you know, said... Sure, sure. I'll pick number three, and your your ministry is now shot. <laughs> exactly, because what, what that, because they're going to find out who our real soul workers are. They're going to find out who our real babies are, who our real widows are. And they're going to, you know, detain who they want to detain, and they're going to shut down the organization. And and that's why the underground churches don't want to join the Patriotic Association because then they all their members are going to have to be registered, and they're and they're worried that and, and things like this have happened in Chinese history where they say, oh, um, just you know, join us and we'll all be one big happy family, and then you say okay, and you and, and they find out who you are, and then they just go and detain you. Well, for those, you know, for those who are old enough, there was an old TV show called The Twilight Zone. And sometimes, you know, when you hear things, especially coming out of the Vatican, you wonder if we're not living it. So I know you wrote an article on this, but Bishop Serrando of Argentina, he, he works in the Vatican, mentioned that China is implementing Catholic social teachings better than anywhere else in the world. After the conversation we just had, I, I don't even know where to go from there. Okay, like I, I, I wrote an article about that, and I mean I don't know what universe he's in because when I look at what at what's going on, we see the national security law in Hong Kong, which is detaining people like Jimmy Lai. We see one to two million Uyghur Muslims in internment camps where they are subject to forced labor, torture, and death. 
we see the level of persecution in Tibet is so great that hundreds of Tibetans have immolated themselves, burned themselves to death to call international attention to their plight. And we see the pers- persecution, the sinicization, okay, so it's making, making it into Chinese of all religions in China. So it's not just the Catholics and the Protestants. It's also, those, you know, there's a, a group called the Falun Gong. There's um, Buddhists. There's Muslims. All of them are having their religion um, taken away and being persecuted. And then we haven't even talked about the, the um, execution of prisoners to harvest their organs for transplant and the forced aborted abortion and sterilization of women who've had third children. Uh, and, and let's not forget the way that China has handled the coronavirus and the way that they, they lied to the world about that, causing untold deaths, thousands or millions more deaths than what were necessary. Um, and then the re- repatriation of, of uh, North Korean refugees back into China, where they can be uh, interned or even executed for treason for having escaped North Korea. Okay, so so if that if that is the greatest embodiment in the world of Catholic, boy, I'd hate to see the worst. Yeah, I think it's probably the worst or one of the worst. I mean, North Korea might possibly be worse, but you know, it, it, it's it's I, I just don't understand how he can say something like that with a straight face. Well, and the other thing is, how do we not come up and say something, right? How, you know, you know, the Vatican has no problem criticizing capitalism, you know, not, not um, welcoming Mike Pompey when he was, when he was there. And it's funny, uh, George Weigel just wrote an article that came out today, actually, uh, from in First Things. And he talks about, you know, how the Vatican reached out to a group of NBA players to talk about issues of justice in the United States. When Cardinal Zen, on his own dime, flew over there to say, hey, can we have a conversation about what I know and what I'm seeing because things are not adding up over here. And you know what? He, he couldn't get the time of day. That's right. I mean, again, pray, 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 and say something, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, if we don't speak up, shame on us. And I think that's uh, the beauty about your ministry. I mean, even though you have an underground operation going on in China, you speak up as well because people need to know what's going on if it's ever going to change. You mentioned the China, you know, the Chinese virus, the Wuhan virus that came out of there, right? We have the Hunter Biden scandal. We have the spy scandal with Swalwell that we mentioned earlier. We have big business. We have the NBA catering to China because they get a third of their income from them. It's all about this filthy money. The Vatican does this deal. It's almost like it's the emperor's new clothes. It's like, can't you see what what is happening? And we just ignore it and go along because, you know what, money solves all people's issues. They, they can put away their moral objections if you give them enough money. Yes, and, and there's another new report that came out that China has um, spies, not just Swalwell. Okay, Swalwell is just... Oh, that's the tip of the iceberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. And there are hundreds or thousands of spies um, that have infiltrated some of the top companies in the world and have infiltrated politically. Uh, so with the Swalwell thing, it was... Um, he was having an, uh, an, a, a relationship with a woman who's a Chinese spy. Is that, that's correct, right? Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so who knows how many other, you know, beautiful young women uh, are, 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 are having relationships with t- 
top officials from all kinds of countries from all over the world, and meanwhile getting a lot of confidential information out of them that they are they're sending straight back to the Chinese Communist Party. Um, so it's just they they have they they have infiltrated in in every way. I mean, they hacked the Vatican while it, it while the Vatican was negotiating with them on on an extension of the deal. Why would you <laughs> trust somebody who just hacked you? It's like it, it makes it makes no sense to me at all. It 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 is mind boggling. I mean, when you when you hear all the atrocities that are going on. Um, you hear about all the extracurricular activities that are going on from the Chinese government. And, you know, to not think they are our biggest threat, and it's not even close. I, I don't know what you're smoking or drinking, but either you need to stop or do more of it because you are way out of whack. I agree. China is the number one threat in the world, and I and I think that part of the reason that um, people do not do not stand up against it is that, that Wall Street is very heavily invested in China. Although the Trump administration is trying to end that, thank God. And then they have something called the Belt and Road Initiative worldwide, where they lend money to um, to, to developing nations to build infrastructure like a, a railroad or a port or something, knowing very well that, uh, that, 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 um, that, that country is not going to be able to pay back the loan, and so then they, they seize the infrastructure so that they will then own the railroad or the port in, you know, in that country. So it's called debt trap diplomacy, and it's one of the reasons also that they're so powerful in the United Nations, that they have... Um, infrastructure pro- uh, projects with so many countries all over the world that they can basically do whatever they want with impunity because they don't, you know, because the countries don't want retaliation on their own soil from the Chinese government, and they're depending on dependent on the government on the money that the Chinese government is providing them. So it just goes on and on and on. I mean, we could spend all day, and I know that we don't have a lot of time, but yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, please, listeners, um, pray for the people of China. Because they are uh, they are languishing under the boot of this totalitarian government, um, and and pray that all that is hidden in darkness will be brought to light concerning all the ways that the Chinese government has has infiltrated internationally, not just the United States but all over the world. There's a movement afoot to get China declared as a transnational criminal organization. Uh, well, geez, there's enough evidence. Yeah. <laughs> I know there is. There really is. So. Pray for that, you know. I mean, they 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 are an evil force in the world, and we need to protect ourselves against them. And we and the Chinese people need to be free. Is there any you know? Is and and maybe you know we can't talk about it, but is there any way for the Chinese people to get out of China? Like, you know, uh, widows that you're helping or moms who are pregnant i mean is it like you know what it's like an iron curtain and you're not getting out we're just do the best we can when you're in there i don't know how to you know to get people out of china i think it'd be very difficult and Mm -hmm. widows are weak i mean they can't even yeah i mean i go on your website and watch the videos and and you can see i mean these women's look like really big threats to the chinese government um, but so what we do is we, and, and another thing that people ask me all the time is, 
how do I adopt one of these babies that you're saving? It's like, you can't adopt a baby because that's not what we do. We, we're not somebody that takes a baby and, and um, that, that is unwanted and puts her up for an international adoption. What we do is we enable the mother to keep her daughter because this is what they want to do, that these mothers want to keep their daughters. And then we enable these widows to continue to live where they are, um, you know, so I don't, I don't think it would really be possible to move them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't see what, it would, what good it would do anyway, unless they came to the United States or, um, or another country that would support them. Uh, but what we do is we make sure that they have somebody who loves them and visits them every month and provides um, some support for them. It's not a lot. It's $25 a month, but it's big, it makes a big difference in the lives of these widows in rural China. That is a big deal to them. And the thing that's a really big deal to them is that it's coming free of charge. Like, like, like the typical response is, well, what do you want from me in return? Because just think of this. These widows are in their 60s, 70s, 80s, or even 90s. One of our widows actually had her feet found. That's how old she is. They, so they lived through the Chinese takeover in 1949, right, the great leap forward, yeah. the cultural revolution, the one-child policy. I mean, they've lived, their eyes have seen so much suffering. No one has ever come to them and said, I want to help you, and, and, and you don't have to do anything in return. I'm helping you because you are a human being created by God, image, and you deserve dignity. Uh, you deserve to eat. You deserve heat in the winter, and that's why I'm helping you. And they're just floored by this. They've never experienced anything like that in, in their entire lives. And, and their attitude is one of incredible gratitude, saying, even my own family has abandoned me. My government, of course, has abandoned me. And now people from uh, the other side of the world are coming to my door and to, 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 give, to give me life-sustaining support. So, and a lot of them, like I said, are becoming believers because of that. Well, and, and the people you have on the ground are these... Uh people that maybe you've helped in the past or, I mean, how do you, how do you get people? And is, and is it a problem getting people uh, that want to help, help these poor widows and, and save these children? Yeah. I, I can't tell you. You'd, you'd, you'd you know, have to kill me if you did. Right. 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 Yeah. But no, this is the thing. The people on the ground, my, my first field worker um, was so sensitive to the confidentiality of that she was doing this, she never even told her husband that she was doing it. Okay? Yeah. That's how secret this is. Now her daughter is doing it. But, um, you know, so, so this is dangerous work. It's also hard work. You know, it's rain, sleet, snow. They have to make it to all these little rural villages to get these stipends into the hands of these women. And then the women sign um, a chart showing that they received the stipend. So that's how we know that they're getting it. It's not like you know, money is just going into China and, we, and there's no accountability. There's, there's a very high degree of accountability. Um, we know exactly you know, who got what money and when. So, um, so it, it, this, this is the only way in the world that, that um, a listener of yours can, yeah. can actually get money into the hands of a, of a widow who is really impoverished and needy or into the hands of a rural family in China that's struggling with a daughter um, just because she's a girl. You know, this is the only way to do it. So you go to womensrightswithoutfrontiers.org. That's womensrightswithoutfrontiers.org. And then you click. There's two red buttons on the right-hand side of the home screen. One says Save a Girl. One says Save a Widow. You click on those. 
you'll see, you can you can learn more about the program. I have uh, videos on there. So there's a three-minute video on each of those, the Save a Girl video, Save a Widow video, and you will see the faces of real girls and real widows that we are saving in China and hear their stories and hear how the program works. And I, I think that it would be worth six minutes of your time to do this because it's really powerful. Well, and it's worth 300 bucks a year to, to make sure somebody is, you know, has food to eat and, and knows that somebody cares about them. That's tax deductible. We're a 501c3 nonprofit. So. Yeah. Have you ever been to China? I've been to, I've been to China, but I have not been to China since I started this work because... Yeah, I would, I would suspect you would not be welcomed. Not exactly. I mean, the nicest thing that they would do to me would be to turn around and, 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 and make me just fly back on the return flight. But if they wanted to, they could detain me and jail me and try me under Chinese law for um, subversion of state power because I've said things against the Chinese Communist Party um, or um, revelation of state secrets, leaking state secrets, because they, they, they deny that, uh, that they forcibly abort women, and I document it. So, um, so the people who are on the ground in China are not Americans. They are people who are from that area. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be really a, a, a treat, huh? You're an American over there. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just living here because it, it seemed like a nice place to come. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I can't thank you enough for all the work you've you're doing, Reggie, and and really the, the bringing of awareness, especially with everything we're seeing in society today, what the Chinese government is doing. All this is adds more fuel to the fire that something needs to be be done. This regime needs to disappear. And the longer it lasts, the more lives are going to be at stake, isn't it? Yeah, the world will not be free until the people of China are free. I mean, the Chinese population is 1.4 billion at this point. That's a fifth of the population of the whole world. So one fifth of the population of the whole world is just languishing under this totalitarian, this brutal regime. And yeah, not even including North Korea and some of these other entities. You can add. Right. You're gonna get to add to that. China. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You could add to that for the yeah. other communist regime. Yeah. Um, you know, around the world. But yeah, these. You know, we really need uh, to to do what we can to help free the Chinese people and to help them help. You know, and we're able to help the people right now, um, even under this totalitarian dictatorship because we have a network on the ground so China is able to do that yeah and so the the web page one more time Reggie <laughs> thank you it's women's rights without frontiers.org <laughs> 